Let's work on our own neshamas tonight, our own souls. All right, great idea to work on our neshamas, to work on our souls. Well, we still, it's actually, I don't know, I'll give you guys, somebody just told me they went to a funeral today, like, they told me the person, I was like shocked, shocked, you know, like, they, uh, somebody, yeah, I don't want to say anyone, but uh, somebody from the, the, not from Amachat, but somebody from the San Jose, actually, Jewish lady, um, you know, yeah, yeah, life is short, so you gotta take advantage of it, and really, um, life is good, so you gotta take advantage of it. Life is a lot of opportunities, so you take advantage of it. And we, we mentioned last week, you know, that we're talking about vigilance, about Zahiris, about being careful not to get caught up doing the wrong things, missing the boats, living uh, uh, an incorrect pattern in life. We said that the best way, the high road, the highest way for a Jew to be successful on being on the derech, being living the way they're supposed to, is it should bother a person if you're not. Because shlemis, perfection, being close to Hashem, that's the best thing in the world. And if something's important to you, right? You know, if, if it's if it's meaningful for, for you, then when you're not there, it will bother you. Right? I mentioned, let's say, in whether it's marriage, whether it's your job, whether it's things that are important. When you're not doing it, you feel it acutely that this is not the way it's supposed to be. So now he's going to talk about the second level of uh, contemplation. How a person gets to Zahiris, gets to what? To vigilance. Ach But for those that are on a lesser level, those of the first group, that their inspiration has to come according to their level of understanding. Every person wants honor. Hey, you want, if you don't care about outside honor, you want to be honored. I can tell you with my kids. You know, they want my honor. It's very, by the way, very important for a parent to give a child honor. Woo, kids need cover from parents. They need approval. Even, even the ones that are macho <laughs> or pretend like they don't know it. Every child yearns for honor from their parent. Every spouse yearns from honor from their spouse. That's, and every parent, by the way, wants a connection to the child. That, that's a different thing. It's not honor, right? Everyone, you know, it bothers us. You know, it bothers us when we don't get the honor we feel we deserve. It bothers people. Um, like recently, I had a grown adult, I mean, person, you know, no, no, no youngster tell me he's upset that his parent doesn't appreciate him. A parent, I think, it's, they, don't, they don't have a bad relationship, by the way. But this person, who's in their 50s, told me, that, told me they're upset because their parent doesn't appreciate And they have a good relationship, but they feel like underappreciated by their parent. And why do they feel underappreciated? Not because the parent, they have a certain aspect of life, which they worked on, and the parent doesn't acknowledge that aspect. So it bothers the person. So imagine, imagine following... Uh, uh, thing, right? When you get to Shemayim, if you're a nobody, you're low, low on the scale. You know, you get, 
you, you, you have back row seats way down. You don't, you're not enjoy it. You're not, you're not, you're not viewed as a person who could have been. Right? You don't get the honor because they're partial eight sabahadas. In the world to come, in the true world, the eternal world. You know what that means, eternal? Anyone ever? Does anyone know what Rav Dasso says what eternity is? You ever see his muscle? So Rav Dasso is trying. Uh, it's describing what eternity is in one of his works. I'm not, I, don't, I haven't seen it for a while, but I'll tell you Be'erich, approximately, just to appreciate per, ter, uh, uh, what eternity is. Imagine a pile of sand. A pile of sand. And I grew up in Miami Beach. And I, there's sand, you know, I, I, there's sand. There. There's, be- there's beaches there. Now, I, I, I haven't seen those beaches in a long time in the daytime since a little boy, but I've seen them at night, at night safe. Right? There's huge beaches. No, I mean, I beach, right? I mean, I grew up a few blocks away from there. Um, in Israel, they call it they call it Natanya, like the Miami uh, or Tel Aviv. Right? My age is like it's, it's it's unbelievable, by the way, because my age is where I was, was a very Orthodox area. But you go not too far away, you're by the beaches. There's sand. So imagine you have a pile of sand, a hundred feet high and fifty feet wide. And sand, you know, what sand is in a little pile, a lot of sand. Okay. And imagine the following thing. You have a fan, pile of sand, 100 feet high, 50 feet wide. How many trillions, you know, of p- things, how many trillions times square of sand is that? That's a lot. No, Mrs. Stolen. A lot of sand? You agree? That's a yes? It's a Russian yes. Duh. <laughs> okay. So you have, uh, uh, now imagine the following thing. Once every 70 years, a bird comes and takes away one, one little uh, grain of sand. Once every seventy years, a bird takes one grain. That's seventy. Takes one grain of sand and takes away. How long would that take? That pile, a hundred feet wide, hundred feet tall, fifty feet wide. You, could, you, you can't even imagine. Every, takes one every seventy years. So Dasso says that is nothing compared to infinity. Because that still has a number. Right? You talk about the world to come, you can't even imagine how long eternity is. You ponder what that means. You know, you know things that if you're sick for a day or somebody slights you for a moment, you know, it bothers you. Now the world to come is a long time. It's a long time. And you can't, we can't even just... That, that huge pile, once every 70 years, takes one grain of sand away. It's nothing compared to eternity. And in that eternal world, people will be, people will be determined, you know, what their house will look in that eternal world based on what they did in this world. Based on what you did here and now. After 120 years, it's too late. Maybe your kids could do something for you. Grandchildren could do something for you. But that's it. It's too late. So says, says Ramachal, Zahiris, you think about it, in the world of truth, uh, it, it's different. It's dependent on what you did. The people who will be on the higher levels there, people who stood out to their deeds and actions. And if you 
didn't fulfill your action. Now, by the way, it's subjective. You, you, right? Everyone's dependent upon what we could have done, what we should have done. Well, if you didn't do it, now, don't, don't judge people who didn't come tonight, by the way. Just because you'll get some old habaf for coming here tonight for learning. <laughs> don't judge them who didn't come. There's probably good reasons, right? They may have been doing other mitzvahs. They may have been sick. They may have forgotten. I don't know, whatever. They may, they may be getting ready for the dinner, right? Maybe they're cooking for the, the Hollywoods when they come for Shabbos. Who knows? <laughs> right? Um... Right? But really, right, you're ju- we're based on what we do. When you think about that, right? If if, if you think about it, if, if you don't dive in mincha today, and you could have dive in mincha, or you didn't do shachris, or when Shabbos comes, you didn't take it seriously, or you walk outside, you're not careful about how you dress, or you scream at somebody, it's going to affect that world to come. <laughs> it's not a joke. Now, of course, you could do tshuva, but it affects it. It's going to affect who you are, you know. Uh, eventually, eventually, but eventually, it'll be too late. So says the Ramchal, if it, you know, the ideal is the high road, the higher is to want perfection. You should want to be, think of marriage, you should want a great marriage. Right? You should, why? Because you want to be, you want, marriage is important, you want a great marriage. The Lord is if you don't if you don't care about your marriage, your, your spouse is gonna hit you in your head. You're gonna feel it. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna bother you. And just to get away the body, right? That's the low road. The low road is you know what? The heart is doing Torah mitzvahs because it makes you shalom. If you do, I, I, you know, if you don't daven, you feel you're not as close to Hashem. Your relationship to Hashem is is is, is affected. If you don't if you don't give charity, if you're not nice, if you're you know. It bothers you. you. You know, you lose something. If a day goes by, you didn't do chesed, you didn't do an act of kindness. It, actually, you know, I think about this person who, who died today. I'm not that like, close. I just know this person. I was like shocked. The person passed away. Not of this community, but someone I know who they are. And you know, and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, there. I I, I have these conversations. Like people tell me, you know, if I I thought this person would live forever, and I should have done this. I could have helped them more. Should have been nicer to them, you know. Like you lose opportunities. You know, like people aren't here forever. You know, you know, life goes very quickly. And life is very short. And you, it, by the way, it's only you know. I think of my kids. You know, I enjoy the. They're still my, some. Of the, I have very little ones. The ones are bigger. I'm like I'm thinking to myself like, in a few years from now, they're out of my house. You know, that's that's radical. Like I have my chance now for my kids. Like and, you know, okay, they'll come visit. You know. <laughs> Right, but it's different. It's, you know, there are opportunities now. Is my now are there the chances? Right, you know, uh, uh, you know, if, if somebody I said this to the Shulton on the verge of time, I said you have an excellent scholar resident of Shabbos. <laughs> I said, don't miss the boat. You know, it doesn't sound here next Shabbos. You either take advantage or you don't. If things don't uh, don't stay around forever. Right, you know there are the the, the greatest mistakes people away are are, are are waiting and, and imagining in a year from now or in two years from now or in this and and many very often the charity opportunity the stuck opportunity the chance to dive in the chance to to help a person you know before it's too late you know before it's lost 
So, and you know why? Because if you, the higher is to do it because it's right. Because it makes you closer to Hashem. Because it's the right thing to do. But if you don't think, if you're not on that level where you can appreciate that, no one thing, it's not, it's not, it's, it may be the low road, but it's true, is that you will live for eternity based on how you act. Says the Ramchal, think about that once in a while. Right? If you can't be motivated to sing, have an enjoyable Shabbos meal and not to go to sleep Friday night or to daven or to go to the shirt which will inspire you or to help a person or to visit the sick or to go to the funeral, whatever it may be. You can't do it because it's the right thing to do. It Do it because you're gonna, it's going to be a reality. Right? I can tell you one thing. Uh, you know, even if you don't waste your time and see stupidity on the internet, which damages your soul, you will, it doesn't give you zero zilch. Right? If you read a, a, a website, it, now if, you, if it's part of your job, or it gives you some news to something to down for with it to an extent, uh, or something like that, there's, you know, there's, there's some amount you need. I mean, you need to live in the world. You need to know who the president is and. Uh, you know what he said today. Uh, not, not too much. You didn't tell about that. Uh, but you know, like you know, you need to know. You need to know the latest and greatest in the world. Just to, to live in the world, you have to. You can't be a caveman or a cave lady. But you need. But after that, like, what do you do with your time in life? I, I mean, social media. If you, if anyone thinks that they're going to get olam haba for social media, they're living in, in la la land. There, um, someone's told me there's a movie like that. It's called, yeah, it's called. Yeah, they stop saying that. Uh, you know, they'll think it all, their heads will go somewhere else. Not that you, not that anyone would have seen that that thing, because you'll get an olam haba for watching that. But you know, you know, you're living in uh, Never Neverland. Uh, wow, we have like Hatzala over here for a coffee. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, so on, on, a, on a very serious note, just think about if, it, if you're not motivated to do the right thing. You know, I imagine, imagine the thing. You're upset at your husband. I'm going to protect husbands tonight. You know, you're upset your husband forgot something, right? Don't, it, you, why, should you, you know, I, I'm telling you the thing. I, 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 my wife is very good at this, you know. I certain things I'm very laid back about, super laid back. Certain things like I suppose with my kids, you know, I'll like, if they spill something and they're not careful, I'll say, why are you careful? Like, why are you careful? So I always says to me, like, they're not, when they get older, they're not going to do that. She's right. And I have to tell them to, not to do that, but to, you know, the, the, why are you careful? You know, and at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, so let's say, let's say, what should why should I do that because it's the right thing if it's not a good idea don't do it but at the least think of what you're doing to the relationship you know if you can't let's say your husband messes up I'm just giving an example so you can scream at him so if by screaming at him you'll you will ruin your perfection you will become a lesser person <laughs> it will you'll be less shalom now you'll be less now you may want to have a conversation you may want to talk, but screaming. Now, I mean, this. I saw once. I, I, not once. I saw it more than once. You know, people scream at their parents. You know, their parents get elderly, old people, and their old elderly people. You know, are, are hard of hearing, and they they go slow and they repeat things. Mom, mom, I told you don't do that. You know, I grew up in South Florida. I mean, I can't. You know, you go down. I used to, it used to be in South Beach. 
now that they got taken over by Europe. So now they're in like Delray Beach and Boca and Douglas Gardens in Miami. Mom! Like they would scream. And I think they must have like, I'm not because they need to hear, but they were, they were irritated. You know what it is to be irritated at your, at your parents who's 85 or 90 or 90 years old? You know how low that is of a child? <laughs> Do you think my, my wife, because I, I see it now with my, with my few week old baby, screams at the baby? What? Are you waking up three in the morning? <laughs> Can you, uh, why? Could, wouldn't that be a lowly of my wife? She doesn't do anything like that. I mean, I really, I may have to do that. If I'd be, if I'd wake up at three in the morning, but uh, she's at Sadekis. I mean, like, I'm, I'm serious though. Would she? What? I mean, how? What, doesn't that ruin you as a person? Doesn't take you away from Hashem to be acting, you know, cruel or harsh or or, or screaming at your loved ones, right? But if that doesn't do it, well, then you should realize. That it makes that it's going to affect your world to come. <laughs> it'll affect you this world because it will damage your relationship to an extent, right? And even by the way, whether it's the baby or the mother who's ninety years old, it affects relationship. Even if they don't, they can't recompense because you look at them negatively. You get neg- when you scream at a person, when you're mean to a person, whether it's your mother, it's your child, it's your spouse. It, it you have it damages your viewpoint of them. What about a mitzvah? Why do I have to do this mitzvah? Like, why? I, I cross this over. Uh, uh, go, you know. But, but, but why do I do right, You don't think that that negativity rubs off in your appreciation of something? Of course it does. Of course it does. Shabbos is, you know, I, I, it's hard for me. Right. Of course it does. So if you can't do the high road that, you know, really... Davening? Unbelievable how much I love to daven. It makes me a better person. I connect to Hashem. Do it because if you don't daven, you know, let me just tell you something. Not, this is not a joke, by the way. The, all of us in this room, without exception, had certain things decreed on Yom Kippur. And some of those things may not happen if we don't daven during the year. And some of those things may even be spiritual. You know what happens? You were supposed to be close with Hashem. We didn't die for it. And so for the rest of your life in this world, <laughs> there's a reality for that. And not only in this world, it will affect the world to come. So if you can't motivate yourself because you want to dive in and be close to Hashem, you should motivate yourself because you may be less of a person in the real world. You may not get that job in this world. Right? You wanted the job! You wanted, you wanted the parnasa. You wanted... Uh, children to get married, you wanted to have children, you wanted to get married, you wanted to move a new house, you wanted to be healthy. No, it's not to be healthy. It's hard if you're not healthy. Much it's, you know, it's not so easy. You didn't die for it, and it didn't happen. <laughs> and I want to put your husband out of business. You got to go to doctors, but you also got to daven. Right? You got to daven. The best medicine is preventative. You know, the Gemara says you should daven before you're sick. You need much more merits. You need much more merits to daven after you're sick. But before you're sick, preventative medicine is the best medicine, right? No, my, does, doctor say, does Dr. Leon say that? What he say? Better not to get cancer than to get cancer, take it away. Yeah. For sure, right? So you bad. Don't sit in the sun. I remember what's told me. You got to put on sunblock. See, I'm, I'm dark-skinned. So he's always worried about me. My, 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 I'm, I, I, I'm just commenting on my skin. Uh, no, honestly, no, it's not, it's not a joke. You don't daven, it's going to affect your world to come. You, you, you say brachas quickly, you, 
I'm not, if you're not motivated to bench from a bencher, Birkas Hamazon, and thank God for your food because it's the right thing to do because you appreciate it. No one thing. If you don't, without, without exaggeration, you'll be less for it for eternity. I'm saying strongly. I know this is heavy duty medicine tonight. I'm just, you know, he gets to the easy medicine, like the rah rah. I know we all like rah rah. We like all the cheery stuff. I'm with you. I like cheery stuff also. You know, but it's important to once in a while to have a little bit of heavy, heavy dose of medication. He's telling the facts. If you can't motivate yourself for the right reasons, think about the realities. You know, if you're in the office, you have a job. Jobs demand performance, right? Jobs demand performance, right? Ah, my daughter Sima is taking tennis lessons. So, uh, my wife told me she was exhausted. She takes like once or twice a week. I don't know she's doing it. It's just like to get all her energy. There's a lady teacher that's learning tennis lessons. So she might have said that every time she misses the ball, she has to run around the court. She said she came back exhausted. She must have missed a lot of balls. You know? <laughs> so I said, like, like, she, she speaks to the teacher. I said, I said, Robinson, you never played in competitive sports. Now, I played competitive sports when I was younger. You know? That's what you do. That's how you become a player. You think, how are you going to become a good tennis player? But, but you missed the ball. Yeah, you missed the ball. Yeah, you missed the ball. That's what happens. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I am not condoning this, but I had, a, when I played basketball in my youth, my coach took a ball a few times and threw it at my head, like a baseball, <laughs> right? Like a baseball. And he was a, you know, he was a African-American and he was not weak. Uh, and he threw that ball, at a, like a pitcher, at my face. Um, he meant it out of love to educate me how to play <laughs> basketball. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, and I, I, don't, I don't condone that. I recommend that, to be honest. Um, but the point is, is are you, are you, if you're not pushed in sports, which is a very unimportant thing in life, but for the fact you get exercise out of it, you know, then you're not going to get anywhere. Well, in life, there are consequences. There are consequences. There are realities. So if you dive in this morning with a little kavana, you got something. If you dive with more kavana, you got more. If you said Birkasamazan, you got this. If you said when your husband came in tonight, you said, Hello, darling. You did well. And if you said, Hello, darling, can I help you? You did even better. But if you said, How was the day? Could you help me in a minute this minute? Right? Hey, the husband, oh, say, Hello, darling, how's the day? Now could you now could you please help me? <laughs> My wife's very good at that. Uh, uh, you, know, you know, once in a while I come in and just kids hanging on the chandeliers and it's like she doesn't even say hey, you have time to say it I go hope no, no, I'm not serious uh, but the point is it's, it's not a joke how you greet somebody Shalom Aleichem hey Shalom Aleichem it's a different greeting I could also say Shalom Aleichem what do girls, what do girls, how do girls say hello to people hi like oh I missed you you know it's hard to do like you know, man you can say Shalom Aleichem you give a, a warm welcome the lady it's like a hug and kiss I think no that's am I correct I, a warm hello. Uh, it's different than saying a cold hello. It's not the same. It's not the same. So how you do things are realities to it. So says the Ramchal, if you're not motivated to do the things for the right thing, realize that if you don't do it, there's going to be a, rea- a consequence. And how you do it, you're going to be graded on it. There's consequences. Good employees get promotions. Bad employees don't get promotions. Bad employees sometimes don't even get hired again or get fired, right? 
So there are consequences to what we do, says the Ramchal. And know that these consequences, remember that pile of sand, 100 feet high, 50 feet wide, a birdie coming once every seven years, taking one grain of sand. Oh, it's a long time those consequences are going to be out there. And then he says, he's going to say, Vinay, there are people, Yeshma Psyon, there are foolish people. I hear this, by the way, routinely, regularly, often. Often I hear this. What do they say? I don't want to be so religious. I don't need to do this. Uh, I'm happy to be low in the world to come. I'm not, I don't need to be this, you know. This is who I am. And they say, I'm just, I don't have to push so hard to be chasidus, apricious, piety, abstinence. I'm just, I don't want to be a Russia. I don't want to be wicked. Right? Um, But I'm happy to have a little place, a little spot in the world to come. I don't mean the Russia judge in the uh, in Gehenna, but I don't have to push to the top of Ganadin. You know, if I don't have a big portion of the world to come, I'm satisfied with a small portion. You ever heard such people talk that way? If you didn't, you have to become a rabbi. You'll hear it all the time. They may not say those words, but they say that line. They say that's what they. That, you ask when you push people for for to do more. That's how they think. I'm telling you, that's how they think. That's not always how they think. That's partially how they think. You know, they're satisfied. They're satisfied. Um, we won't work so hard. Rabbi, I come to show once a week. I'm happy doing that. Rabbi, I, you know, I actually said, I'm a Yom Kippur Jew. I fast in Yom Kippur. And again, you know, I don't need to be so religious. I don't need to do so much. I have one question for such individuals. <coughs> No, to see one of your friends, one of your friends, I'm not your friends, who you could have been better than. Now, if you're a person who was clearly ahead of you, you're not going to bother you. But you know that you, sh- you, you have more talent. You, let's say, whatever your talent is, right? So Mrs. Fagan's a musician. If I beat you in music, you would be mortified. Trust me, I can't. I can't sing. I can't play. T- I can't play an instrument. So if we're at a concert and, I, and they have a competition, I beat you. You should be mortified. I won't beat you. Don't worry. I'm not. Don't get nervous. You know. But if someone's talented and somebody's not, well, the talented person should be bothered. You know, if somebody beats them, and and, and that we are bothered when you feel. Imagine. You have a very smart kid and a kid who's, you know, very mediocre. And the mediocre kid gets the 100 and the smart kid gets a 60. Well, the smart kid, he could be happy with the mediocre, but he's bothered that he got the 60. He should be, by the way. If you have potential and you don't use it, you should be bothered. Right? If you could be uh, a, 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 a great athlete or a great singer or a great mind and you don't do that, it will bother you if someone's not it. You know, one of the things that bothers siblings, you know, sibling rivalry, which I spoke about recently in this in passing, is, you know, by Ephraim and Menashe, is that each kid always thinks of the special kid. At some level, it's intrinsic. Besides wanting appreciation from parent, 
kids are people are unique and they want to be re- respected for their uniqueness. When a parent, if you're in a house and the parent showers love to one kid and not to the other, that's a cute pain, right? By the way, even going back when they had polygamy, sorry, ladies, once upon a time it was uh, men had some a very small percent, but there were men. One of the major problems was is that no matter what you did, one wife would always feel slighted. And I, I don't understand it because I don't live in that world how that could have ever existed, right? But quite frankly, I mean, it was impossible because each one feels they're unique. What about me? <laughs> what about me? Why, why am I? Why, you know, why? By the way, one of the reasons why the internet is so addictive with people commenting and social media is because you get your moment in fame. It's your Facebook page. Everyone's looking at your Facebook. And you get to comment on politics and, and the blogs. And you put your name. And you can have checks. Uh, you know, have, uh, what, what are they called? Likes. likes. 5,000 likes. Woo! You know, people like have their, you know, they, 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 have the, you know, they have whole identities by this. It's, it's the great, great equalizer. Like, you know, you can have, I, I, for the life of me, I don't know how, how I mean, I know, I know how. But these Twitter people, like, you keep, they, like they, they write in like quarter sentences and have millions of followers, you know, went to pizza today. Boom, so now Twitter, like, like, like gosh, it's craziness, isn't it? You know, you know but, but people feel God. They want to She says to them, Chal, you think you want to have a small portion of the world to come? If you're the guy at work, you, I'm telling you how this works, because the guy works for Intel, and he doesn't get the promotion. The guy lower than him gets the promotion? You bet. Even the quiet guy at Intel, the still guy, it bothers him to the core. Why did he get the bonus and not me? That guy got the bonus? I didn't get the bonus? And if the guy below you, your, your person who works for you, he's put on top of you, he bosses you around, it really bothers you. Why? If, he, if, he, if he's better than you, maybe you can understand, but if he's not better than you, you, you should have been there. That was my job. That was my opportunity. Why is he on the pedestal? I'm a, right? See how people do it in this world when they feel they could have had something. When, they, when, they, when, they, when, they, when their servants are ahead of them. The people that they look down on are way above them. Are ahead of them. They'll be bothered. They're bothered. How did this happen? Why? People, again, there's certain person, there, are, there are type A personalities, people who need to be ahead, but any personality, everyone, even the person who, you, if, if they feel that they lost out what they should have, <coughs> they should have got the pro, promotion, they should have got the raise, they should have had this thing happen to them. You know, I've had parents, why did my child tell this one first? <laughs> I should have known before anyone else. You know? I'm the parent. They feel, why do they, you know, like, if you feel something coming to you, you don't get it. It bothers a person to no end. This is for eternity. You're going to see people out of you for eternity. You're going to have your little place and that person who is way below you is going to be way high. And you'll be looking at their toenails, right, in the world to come. You don't think that's going to bother, that bothers people in this world. You're living in fairy tale land. Right, if you don't think so, you're being delusional. If you're not, you're not thinking, says the Ramchal. Ki kinas ishmereo, v'mira chaver mesomish v'shafol. And if you see a friend elevate while you remain lowly, 
It will bother you to some extent, even though all to come. If in this world, whether it's promotion or this, which or even honor, which is temporary, if in this world, if this kid in the class, you know, um, if you have a kid in school, and by the way, it's a very again, parents, teachers. Uh, have you know very important roles to play in how these kids self image and children self image is very important for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have a kid, it doesn't make a difference if they're quiet or outgoing. That child feels not appreciated, it will hurt them, it will damage them, uh, it, will, it will, it will, it will, and especially if they feel you know, I one thing I try. I try, uh, uh, is my kids come to their projects. Like, I'm telling you, my shift, I can build it to 100 miles an hour. She's so excited, I can barely edit this thing when she's saying, she takes some project out, like, paper, I, like, I'm trying to figure out the picture, I'm like, looking at it, like, what is it? Oh, it's so nice! And she's so excited! I mean, literally, I, I, I should be so excited about things in my life. It's, like, so unbelievable. Like, so excited! You know? Like she's like screaming, like ah, bah, bah. right? You know, imagine. I mean, Khalila, it hurts me if I would ignore her. I'd be ignored. So walk up. Uh, ignored. Uh, that's not so nice. I feel bad. You know, we all need to feel recognized for who we are. Well, if we know that we're a great person, I'm a good person. I feel, you know, we're good people. Why am I here? Why has this happened? And you realize it's because your own reality, your own decisions, your own picks, you'll be bothered. Don't say you'll be happy with a small person in the world. I mean, that in this world, you wouldn't be happy, and you won't be happy in the next world. Now, if a person tries, and you're, you get, everyone has, God puts us, success in this world is, is false. It make a difference, you know, you know, what bothers us in this world is when we feel we could have done more. But really, success in this world is so temporary. I can't, it doesn't make a difference if you drive a Civic or a, or a, uh, what's a, a Corvette or a Rolls Royce at the end of the day. Right? It doesn't make a difference. If you just get to one place, that's all you need to do. Right? It's not going to, you know, but, but in the real world, it really, if it bothers, things bother us in this world, you can imagine when that, as that eternal world, that one grain going for an eternity, how bothered it, that when people say, I don't need to do this. Or I don't really don't care about having this. They're, they're, what they're really saying is they're not, they haven't really thought it through. <laughs> they haven't thought it through because if you really think it through, there's. Uh, the, I'm talking about believers, by the way. You know, I, if you deal with agnostic, it's a different co- the conversation. They first have to be banged in their head that there's a God in the world who's gonna. They you know, to think about what eternity is. But for there are plenty of believers, you know. I actually, by the way, and I don't want to pick on Sfarim, because Sfarim are, are good. Ashkenazim, if they're not religious. They're not religious. Sfarim has a, something called Misorti. Misorti. So they, I, I like candles Friday night, but, 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 you know, I do this. And, and a lot of them have a lot of Amuna. By the way, Sfarim, Amuna, you, I, 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 you know, you go to the Kotel, someone told me, when, when, a girl that was by the Kotel, this lady was crying her head off and davening, like, you know, she was wearing, you know, she wasn't uh, so, it's an, it's like, but by Sfarim, you see it, they have Amuna. 
which is good. It's a big start. It's a big start. It's a huge start. But Emuna, <laughs> you gotta keep Shabbos. You gotta, you gotta say brachas. You gotta daven mincha. You can't walk around sleeveless. You gotta be tznuah. It doesn't. Emuna is not enough. If your children, it's not enough, especially. You know, you gotta have tachlis. Yeah, at the end of the day, it has to translate. Now it's it's a huge start. So you talk to Sephardi guys or ladies. You know, you believe in Hashem. Ani mamin ba'kadosh baruch hu. The guy has two earrings. He's telling me this. You know, his hair is like spiked. Ani mamin ha'kodesh baruch hu po po. You know, I mean, Ashkenazi, some some Russian guy, some you know cynical Russian would never talk like that. Even religious Russians don't talk like that. By the way, <laughs> I think I like Russians. They have, they have other pluses, right? But you know, you're, you're the only Russian tonight. Miss Julia's not here. You know, right? you know, you, th- you think I've never heard Russians speak like that? Oh, actually, too, wait a second. Yeah. Yes, I Sorry, I missed you over there. You're hiding, right? If the Russians talk, I believe it. You ever see a Russian? Come on, honestly, could you ever imagine that? Never, never. No, it doesn't. They're too, you know, reserved, scientific. They don't know how. But as far as I'm telling you, I, emotional. I, not emotional, emotional, but they, they, and, 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 they, and they believe, and they do that. The guy is having two earrings. This, and, he, and some of them can even have a non-Jewish friend. I'm not talking about boyfriends, you know. Uh, you know, and they talk like that. And, you know, I believe. So he says, oh, you believe. What, let's push it. Let's think, well, well, why aren't you keeping Shabbat? Why, where, how come last time I saw you was Yom Kippur? You know, and they don't have answers, but I don't, I don't need, look how kachabe, I'm a kitsoni, I don't want to be so kitsoni, you know, you start talking to them, you know, it's, they're living, they're living in a fantasy world, you believe, do you really believe, well, let's take your belief to, to the next discussion then, if you believe in Hashem, what are you in this world for, what's going to make a difference, right, that's, that's real belief, real belief is to think of consequences, so it's very easy. I believe it's. I get. It. I think that's great. I think we all should have that. But that is not the litmus test of whether you serve Hashem or not. When you make, when you ate this morning, do you wash your hands? Do you say a bracha? Did you bench? Did you feel that? Because you know what? That's what that's what God wants, right? Did you daven shacharis, right? When you saw a person, were you nice? You know, were you friendly? Did you cheat in your taxes or were you honest? Right? Did you uh, did you do chesed? Did you call? Did you visit a sick person? You saw someone sad. Did you stop to say how are you? Are you okay? Can I help you? No, that, that's really uh, you know. I had. I'm not joking. I had. Uh, is a is an individual who is very not well. Uh, a person called me multiple times every day. I mean, for this this week, I've been calling multiple. I mean, in in very. Uh, nonsensical messages. I mean, like crazy messages. Like, can I please speak to this? And I mean, I mean if, if I would tell you that the, the content of these messages, like, create off the charts, you know. And I, I, of course, I call the person back at times. I mean, like, literally, my my machine keeps stopping because the message is going. The, the message for minutes. I mean, like, momish, like, and they're they're delusional, like literally delusional without any, you know. And the person is a very nice person who has. Um, you know, I, I thought today at one point I said I should probably block this number because I, I mean I must be getting calls and it's just I mean it's like nonstop. The person's not on their medication right now. You know, they're in a, a certain institution and they're just like leaving these long, absolutely off the charts 
I said, just brother, like, I wasn't a real serious thing. I said, like, you know, if a person feels better, they call me. I call them back. I talk to them. You know, I can't talk to them all day long. But, you know, you know they're people. You know, I, I just could, could care about myself and say, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, but, you know, there, it's being, you know, that's really, you know, what the, what this what looks like. It's not, do I believe? You believe that you cheat, and then you have a guy, your girlfriend. I'm saying, that's believing in Hashem. You don't, you don't believe in Hashem. <laughs> you believe in Hashem, you would not cheat in business. You believe in Hashem. It doesn't... It, uh, it, it, so, for us, when you think about it, and for them, and for all people, right, it's, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Right? Is this... Yeah, I, I will say, by the way, if a person has belief in Hashem like that, or they, that's the starting point. If you could do that and channel this in, you're sky high. <laughs> you're very lucky, you know, to have that because then you can really uplift. You know, um, you could you could really you could really you could really fly high. So for whoever whoever a person is, and by Ashkenazim it's different. Ashkenazim, it's like literally you speak to a person, so complicated, so pasha complicated. Like, you know, everything has to be proved every two minutes to prove a different thing. <laughs> it's like, I, you know, I once had an Ashkenazi guy come to me. Said he, he wants to believe in Hashem. He has one problem. He can't, the age of the world bothers him. So I said, how long have you been bothered by the age of the world? For like, it's only like, like, like six years. Six years you've been trying to figure out the age. And I said, and, and have you been like doing anything? No, I'm still trying to figure this out. I said, you idiot. You shite there. Six years of it, you waste your whole life. You know, it, it, you can have a question. Does everything else make sense to you? Do, are you, are you, do, do could you explain how science? No, I don't, it all works. Just this thing, you know? Everything is so darn complicated. Everything is a cheshben, you know? Do you believe in Yeah, I believe in Hashem. What are you wasting your life for? You know, I once, I, I once, I, it was the other someone who was dating someone. They wanted to date for like five years. I said, like, what are you, crazy? Uh, well, I'm not sure. And every time I said something else I'm not sure about. You know, I said, you could have five kids by now. <laughs> by your age, I have five kids. Like, what are you waiting for? You know, you know, waste your... Do, do you like the person? Is this person nice? Do you appreciate them? Right? Do you appreciate them? Yeah. So, so why don't you get married? Marry the person, right? Do you, are you really doubtful? Yeah, that's how we are. Like, you know, I'm saying we, uh, people are Ashkenazi, who are, it's like, we all know Shabbos. So invest in Shabbos. Give, your, give yourself to Shabbos. What are you holding back from Shabbos? Benching. It's like every, uh, bench! Bench like, the, bench! You know? Bench! Bench, you know, yeah, thank Hashem. Don't be so darn complicated. You know, put your heart into it. You know, put your heart into it. It's 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 little. It, you know, and what happens now is, is I'm not. I don't. Uh, I'm okay benching this way. You're okay. Yeah, you're you're okay being down here in this world and other things. Guess what? How you do your things will affect you in eternity. In eternity, forever. Shabbin Akshim Arkimos of Erkavain, even though now a person cannot appreciate what it means to do Torah and Mitzvahs correctly, uh, they don't really appreciate, they don't really think about it. They don't really think, ah, oh, what's the big deal? 
not so bad. I'm okay. Mr. Shabbaton. Ah, let me go on. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna send this to your husband for tomorrow. But when it comes real, when it comes real, it's going to bother us. You know, it's going to bother a person. You know, it's it, it's going to really bother a person. It's going to be eternal. People who tolerate taking it easy. Relaxing. I'm not. I'm not so into it. I don't have to be so careful. Now, I'm not talking. There's some people who actually have nervous anxiety. I'm not talking. I'm talking normal people. People who have no reason. This Weltanschauung worldview of I don't have to do this, or it's not so important, or I'm not so religious. Not so religious is not a Torah concept. It's not so a Torah concept. There's no such thing. The other concept is I'm not there today. It's okay. Everyone starts at different places in life. You can be less observant today. Right? Some people have to become that. Took them a long time. They came from irreligious homes, or they didn't have the opportunity. But there's no such thing as that. That's who I am. That is not from our Torah. I don't know where that comes. From. I don't. Know, I do know where it comes from. That's not Torah. You, if you're not that today, you sometime in the future you have to be that. <laughs> That's what you have to get to. It's not like I, I, I am this and I'll stay this way. You know, I'm a Jew, I'm a Yom Kippur Jew, or I'm a, 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 this Jew, I'm not obviously not us, but I, 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 I still remember this guy told me he benches once a week. You bench once a week? Would you eat once a week? I mean, like, what does that mean you bench? What, that you say Birkat HaMasa once a week? What does that mean? I do it on Shabbos, covered Shabbos, great covered Shabbos. So I said, no, maybe work your way there. No, try it to do it. Maybe take you five years, I don't care. But you can't say that's who you are. That's not a Torah concept. That's... The, Rabbi, this is what I do. I take the, the, the end all, you know, like the stop. Please. I, uh, that's it. I mean, this, that's it. You're not hurting me. You're not hurting me. Uh, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting Hashem either, by the way. Hashem doesn't need any of our mitzvahs. Hey, you're hurting ourselves. Who are you hurting? Who are you hurting? Hurting our family, by the way, because we get more schosim. But majorly, we're hurting ourselves. This false seduction, which Yitzhar says, that I'm not so religious. I don't have to do this. I'm happy to have a small world to come. Or, or leave me alone. Or, you know, this is who I am. I do this what I do. This is what I am. This is what, you know. This is not a Jewish idea. But it's the same to It's not okay to say I'm, I'm an angry person. My house, every of my kids are moody. I always say, "Don't be a grumpy gamal." I like the this book. It was grumpy gamal. Anyone want to read a bit of grumpy gamal? You can read the books in my house. I, I read the story to my kids when younger about grumpy the gamal, the, the grumpy camel. I don't want to be a grumpy gamal. Yeah, walk around a grumpy person. If you're grumpy, you gotta work on yourself. You know, I, 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 one of my kids said to me the other day, he was upset. You know. My kids would never hear this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> right? You know, I said one of my kids said, "You know, there is upset. Oh, I'm upset." I said, "What are you be upset to do with me? You're upset. Keep it to yourself. You know, <laughs> you're upset. You're upset. Good for you. What is the, what, is, what does that have to do with me? You know, you're upset. You better work on that. You can't be a, a an anxious person your whole life, a sad person your whole life. You got to work on it. Listen, some people have pre, pre, 
predilections that way. We all have that, by the way. We all have certain... All of us in this world have some tendency, either to sadness, to anxiety, to anger, to whatever. Maybe we all have something like that. But you got to work on it. You live the rest of your life being sad or anxious or angry. you got to work on it. You know, I grew up in Israel. And I grew up with the people that came from concentration camp. You know, in Pesach, I, we, we go to the store, we buy matzah. He asked for bread. I mean, and he come for, and they're coming from concentration camp. Oh, yeah. How are you going to explain when he's so mad and he's coming... For me, it's not sure. So, so I, I, this is very important. I'm happy you asked that question, Mrs. Bianca. I, I, one thing I, I, I will say is we never judge other people. No, that's why. I, I, there's only one judge of people. That's Hashem. Right? We can we can learn from people. Yeah. We can learn from people. We can live vicariously. Yeah. You can learn rights and wrongs of people. We don't ever judge. Exactly. So anyone, and especially we never judge anyone with the Holocaust because we can never. Even begin to imagine what these people went through. Such people to even, I mean, to even think what they went through, it it, it boggles the mind. So our duty is to do what's right and to work on ourselves while doing that. This person, you can't help people who won't help themselves. I'm not judging this person, uh, you know. But I I, I know it's very well. You know, um, know, I'll tell you, my goal as a Rav, when I speak, I'll try to speak things, to inspire people, but I can't choose for people. <laughs> somebody comes to me, I can advise people, and then if somebody's open, I can encourage them, but I can't help people who don't help themselves. Now, I've seen people make decisions which are poor decisions. They don't ask me, so I don't offer my opinion. Now, sometimes I'm very close to a person, and I'll tell them I don't think this is a good idea. Um, and again, I'm not always right, Mark, but it's still it's more advice than more wisdom. Um, but you know, if a person doesn't want to hear it, so if a Holocaust service, you're not going to be able to, especially in the story, you have no relationship to the person, and and, and the person was traumatized. Uh, and I don't think I'd perhaps be, perhaps who knows, any of us who who knows, you know, I, I would hope, but who knows? God forbid, we should never experience what these people did. But for yourself, you got to do what's right. And we got to work on ourselves to do that. And that's the whole point here. You know, uh, you got to work on ourselves. I, 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 I am a grandchild of four Holocaust survivors. Um, <coughs> you know, which gave me a lot of pluses in life. Also negatives to it. You know, there's certain anxieties that come to it. But I'm not going to blame the Holocaust for, forever. Actually, I heard a great thing. I was, you know, I was, I was bored. You know, whenever I, I needed, like... Doing something sometimes you put like background music or I have. I'm mean, usually I'm learning, but I, like I just wanted to tune out the outside world. So like music playing, whatever. So I was listening to the speech and it, and it rolled into. I don't know if you've heard this lady ever. It is K J Rowling. Okay. K-K. She wrote something called Harry. The Harry and the Hat something whatever it is. So. You heard of this lady. I'm shocked. Anyways, this ended up on my computer. She was giving a commencement speech at a, a second-tier university, not Penn, but Harvard. Okay? And it was unbelievable. But I, I love this. She was a great speaker, actually. She said... Uh, actually, she caught my attention. I actually listened. To I was like, usually I'm not even paying attention. But when she said this, you know, I, I loved it. She said her parents... She was majoring in English literature... And her parents 
very much pushed her against it because they, they were poor and they didn't think she would be able to make a career out of it. Okay? And she said, and, they, and, and you know, she, but her passion was English literature. So she wanted to be a writer. She did the classics. And, you know, and she didn't end up poor, apparently, for a few years. This Very poor, she said. Uh, and eventually, in her poverty, you know, I don't, I don't know if you know, everyone knows this K.J. Rowling's story. She wrote a book, and this, these books, apparently, there are a few people that read these books, and she made a lot of money, okay? Um, so she said, you know, uh, she, doesn't, she, she said that her parents, her, her parents really try to push her out of this, her passion and her natural talents and her career, because they were worried about poverty. Uh, and she said that, of course, they were right at some level, because they, they should be aware that they were poor. They, they knew, she, said, she said a great line, she said, only fools fantasize about poverty or think it's a good thing. Poverty is a terrible reality. To live when you don't know how you're going to pay your next bill, it's not a good thing, right? It's just not a good reality to have that kind of reality. But she said that ultimately her parents were wrong, and she's happy that she lived that. She says, but you, I don't blame my parents. She says, there's, there's an expiration date for blaming your parents. And that expiration date for blaming your parents is the day you learn how to drive. <laughs> you can't sit and blame your parents forever. I was a, I, I, she said a lot better, because I was, I was, and I wasn't really fully paying attention to her speech. But she had a great line, you can, there's an expiration date for blame of parents. Right? And, you know, you can't sit there the rest of your life. Well, my mother screams, so I scream. Or my father is a Holocaust survivor, so what do you want from me? I mean, you just gotta, you gotta use that and move on. You gotta, you gotta take your skills and move on with, with, with um. So he says, right, if you think you'll be okay by being a, a grumpy Gamal the rest of your life, you're making a terrible mistake. You're gonna be judged in Shemaim as a grumpy Gamal forever. Being, have been a grumpy Gamal because you never worked on yourself. If you never bench, there's a reality to, towards that. Um, the, about, the, 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 and why do people do this? Because they don't realize how important their actions are. And they're going to sit there and waste it. They're going to waste their opportunities until it's too late. And then it's going to be too late. The opportunity is gone. Right? It's too late. Now is the time. Now is the opportunity. You know, if you're, you know, I, 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 again, you know, I, 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 I think of my own kids, you know, my, my kids are in the house now. They're not going to be there in 20 years from now. Well, maybe not, you know, who knows? <laughs> These kids won't be there for 20 years, right? You know, right? You know, and, you know, and that parent that you have, people aren't here forever. That friend, yeah, nothing's forever. That Shabbaton, it's not here next week, right? You know, it's not, things aren't here forever. No, it's not, uh, everything you get is forever, right? You know, Akhenas will stay for Torah coming up, it's going to be a big occasion. You're going to dance at that, or, or there's not Akhenas will stay for Torah, the last time there was Akhenas will for Torah was 20 years ago in the show. You either come and you dance, or you mi- you'll miss the boat. I mean, you know, somebody, you know, but you'll miss the boat. This is, I'm going to pick up next week with this, so which we'll finish up on this topic, and, uh, you know, actually, I'll try to finish it. If, if, if you have a few minutes, yeah. mm-hmm. go fin- on and finish. Then next week, we'll do the third level, how a person gets to being watchful and vigilant over their actions. He's going to embellish on this point now. Tims is a verse of Pasuk in Kohelis. Whatever you are able to do with your ability, do! 
Okay, um, because there is neither action, nor reckoning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave where you are going. Now is your chance. Now is your opportunity. If you don't do it now, you have strength and ability. Right? This is the ability which God gives the opportunity, He commands us to do. You have to do certain things in this world. Right? Either you do them or you don't do them. What happens if you don't pay taxes for 2016? Want to find out? Don't find Jail. out. Jail, fines. Right? You don't have a choice. If you live in this country, you pay taxes. Right? And if you cheat on the taxes, then you go to jail. Right? You know, it's not a choice. You live in the country. What happens if you drive on the highway and you drive 100 miles an hour? Well, you may die. <laughs> and if you don't die, you will get a ticket one day. Right? Or you'll get into an accident and be a paraplegic because you're driving 100 miles an hour and the impact is going to be tremendous. Right? So there's, there's consequences to actions. And you have certain commands you have to do. You gotta follow certain things in life. You know, what happens if you have garbage in your backyard and you don't bring it to the front yard? Anything good happen? You have a garbage collection in the backyard. Garbage guys aren't coming back there to collect the garbage. You either put it out there or it doesn't get collected. There's realities. There's many things you can't do in the grave or in the abyss. It's no longer do you have the opportunity anymore. You don't do it now, right? If you're not, if you don't take advantage of your parents, your children, your spouse, your friends, the Shabbaton, I know, seriously, Torah Mitzvah, it's not going to be here. Now is a chance. You know, you, you do it stuck and now, it's there. It's not there, you know. You bought that extra, you know, uh, J phone, whatever it is. They didn't need it. You had one last year. We didn't need it this year. What are you thinking? What are you missing out upon? What are you missing out? You could have given something good. Right? That that phone's. You think you think you got any scar in the world to come from a different phone? You think that's going to help you? You have a, the new brand of car. Again, a phone and a car all could be good mediums. I was. But you don't know understand what I'm saying. It's not going to get you the world to come. You gave charity, that's going to get you to the world to come. It's going to help you in this world. You daven, that's going to get you to the world to come. It's going to get you in this world. But you didn't daven. You missed the day, it's gone. Days don't come back. <laughs> you know? Days don't come back. You know, if you're, if you're sad today, you were angry today, if you're bitter today, if you're going to pick them all today, you lost a day. It's a loss. Mishal Chishel Cheshmer Maisal, the person with the other actions, look at what it's was. It's too late, you know. You get fired from the job, you, you lost your job. Boss, I want my job back. Not there anymore. You had your chance, you had your opportunity, you know. Ever, anyone ever go dating? Like you know, you come on a date, you're rude. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, maybe some someone gives you a second chance, but you know, date's over. <laughs> you know, that's a reality. You know, you you 
you, you, you said, did certain things, the person is not around to say sorry to anymore. I mean, uh, there are certain ways to do tshuva, but to, to, the positivity is not there. You know? Positivity is not there. I, 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 I told someone once, I said, you have a relationship with somebody? You want to talk to them? You're going to regret it to regret it. You're going to regret it. Yeah, it's not things don't, things don't always come back. The actions, in the world to come, you're not going to have time to worry about your benching or about your davening. Or did you sing Zemiras on Shabbos? Or did you say, How was your day, darling? No, if you tell your husband, How was your day, darling? That's great. If you call your, your parent and you say, I love you, mom, I love you, dad, for, not, for no reason. I just want to tell you that I love you. Great thing to do. I'm telling you, I get hugs from my kids. My kid call me up in the middle of the day and say, I love you, Dad. I'd be thrilled. Thrilled. You know? I mean, who wouldn't want that? Why wouldn't you want to take the opportunity? One who did not become wise in this world. He won't become wise in the world to come. This is what Shlomo Melech says. There's no either action. You can't do the actions anymore. The mitzvahs are for here and now. Good deeds are for here and now. Nor reckoning, nor fixing things, nor building things, or helping things. Nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave where you're going. Says the Ramchal. But there's a high road. Right? The high road is to realize perfection in this world, the importance of the deed, doing it for the right reason. But there's also, I wouldn't call it a low road, there's reality. We'll get to the low road next week. I don't think low road actually is a good word. There's reality. The reality is our deeds have consequences. Our deeds, and don't fool ourselves, says Ramkal. Don't say, I don't care, because you do care. And to the extent the person can say they don't care means they haven't thought it through well enough. Right? If you're a man, if you mind me if Hashem is here, then you'll care. And if you're going too slow, you better care because it's gonna. It's just like in the real world, there's realities, and the world of truth is realities, and those realities go for a long time. Sometimes, actually, even a person who has the high road need the reality world because all of us have days where we forget, and in those days where we forget, we have to remember that a little effort goes a long way for a very long time. Next week, we'll pick up with way number three to motivate us to do the most we can with our deeds and actions. Thank you.